malicious comfort. Kate was alone in her apartment. It had been hours since anybody was with her. She played with her phone, fidgeting. She was waiting for his call. He had to call. It was nice to think of the date aside from Gail. He had dominated her life for so long. It sounded almost refreshing. She tried not to look at the blanket he had given her for her birthday, even if it was gifted after their initial breakup. Today the blanket arrived on her doorstep in the early morning hours, with a card that simply stated, For Kate. From Gail. It was red with black stripes, and a little white flower was embroidered in its front. She had set it on her nightstand. Unable to open it, she just stared at it every night, thinking about Gail. The call broke her thoughts. His voice was deep and silky. Hello, he said. You gave me your number earlier. I'm Tony from the supermarket. She remembered the name. She tried desperately to hide her excitement. Tony asked her out to date for the next day. She was ecstatic. But she didn't want to come off desperate, so she made up an excuse of going somewhere to end the call. She stood to get ready for her evening shift. She washed up, put on some clothes, and brushed her hair. On the bus ride to her workplace, she checked off some of her endless lists and made some new ones. She added an entry, dinner with Stacy, her sister, on Monday. She did not completely dread it, but neither was she looking forward to it. Her sister was difficult. Kate always felt uneasy around her, like she always had to be on her toes. She snapped back to reality. The bus had been at her stop for almost a minute now. She hurried out before the doors closed her in. At the supermarket, Kate worked in the back. She stocked and restocked the shelves, counted inventory, reorganized the layout, and did some other odd jobs. Sometimes she liked it, other times she didn't. On the one hand, it was nice to have a job without an annoying coworker who doesn't know when to stop talking. On the other hand, she wouldn't mind the human interaction working in at the front. When Kate clocked out, her muscles were slightly sore, and she felt nauseated. At home, she took a hot long shower and slid into her pajamas. She saw the blanket again, thoughts of Gail came rushing into her head. She felt sad about what she had done to him. He was a good guy, he was gentle and caring. He had walked in on Kate and one of his friends making out. During the eventual talk, she had confessed to being with many many other guys during the course of their relationship, and it wasn't just making out. She couldn't look at his face even once as she told him everything. The next morning all of his things were gone. He never said a word. Just packed up his belonging and walked out. The overwhelming guilt of what she had done stifled her cries all night. She desperately pleaded for him to stay, but the damage had already been done. As she recounted the events of that night, she finally worked up the courage to untie the ribbons on the blanket. It was her birthday, after all. Besides, this was the only present she had received today. She wrapped the blanket around her and fell onto her couch to watch a movie. It was a new level of comfort. The blanket was warm and snugly. It wrapped around her with a tight fit. She loved it. She woke up in it early the next morning. She set the blanket aside 
and got about to get ready for work. She had the morning shift before her late night date at the park with Tony from the supermarket. Later that night, Tony wore a leather jacket to shield himself from the cold. When he came, he gave her a short hug. As they pulled apart, he noticed she was shivering. He immediately removed his jacket and wrapped it around her. She smiled and said the cliched line, Chivalry isn't dead. They sat down on the park bench for a long time, asking each other questions, getting to know more and more about each other. She found out he was a nurse at St. John's Hospital and had two older sisters. She told him about herself, though not everything. If he knew everything, he would run away, she was sure. After talking, they took a walk around the park. He held her hands. He told her goofy hospital stories, many of which made her laugh. Every time she smiled, he would make a comment about how beautiful her smile was. He was a methodical charmer. They finally did one last lap around the park before Kate called it a night. He walked her home. She invited him in. He looked like he was about to freeze to death. Inside she turned up the heat and found an extra blanket for him. She kept the blanket that had the white flower. They watched an old movie that Kate enjoyed. He made little comments throughout. She would hush him and tell him to focus on the movie. He held his arm around her as they neared the end. She snuggled under him. Her blanket was somehow more compact today and softer, as if made from the finest silk. It clung even closer to her skin, not allowing any warmth to escape. It was soothing, at least in the last few moments, before she drifted off into a cozy slumber. She had a flashing thought of Gale, and a pang of guilt went through her. He deserved better than what she did to him. She had called and texted, but he never picked up or replied. She missed him sometimes, even though it had been weeks since he left her, weeks since she had broken his heart. Sleep came all at once, Tony was already snoring. By the next time she opened her eyes, it was dark everywhere. The TV had gone off. The outside lights were off too. She could not hear a sound aside from static from the TV, though she was acutely aware of the beating of her heart. She tried to move her hand, but it wouldn't budge. The blanket wouldn't let her. It had the bed firmly placed to the side of her face. She could not move a muscle. She thought she imagined things. When did the blanket get this tight? She felt it squeeze again. She could not breathe anymore. It slowly crawled up to cover her face. She watched in horror as it pressed more and more, slowly suffocating the life out of her. She tried to scream, but it only came out as a muffled sound. She felt her life draining from her body, but she was helpless to save herself. She turned to Tony and tried to get his attention. She was so desperate to touch him, even just to whisper his name. But the blanket had latched onto her like an anaconda. She felt pressure, immense pressure rushed to her head. At last, she gave up her spirit. The final thing she thought about before the final darkness was Gale. The ambulance came when Tony woke to find Kate's lifeless body. She was hurried to the hospital, where they declared her dead on arrival. The next week Gail arrived at the funeral. He was seen hiding in the back row, 
grinning from year to year when the funeral started. Tony never showed up to the sermon. He was officially charged with Kate's murder and sentenced to 60 to life in prison. Although the sermon was lovely enough, Tony felt perplexed when they brought out the tiny coffin. It wasn't until the minister said a small prayer for Kate's four-week unborn child, the chapel rang with Gail's voice sobbing uncontrollably.